Hey everybody, this is Richie from the Metal Cell Podcast. Uh, I want to give a shout out first of all to my main sponsors, Rise and Sons, the award-winning brewery in Cork. I am delighted to welcome words that burn to the house. I've got Jason and I've got Roni. Thanks for joining us tonight, lads. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thanks for having us. Yeah, it's great to have you on again. And Evan, my co-host, uh, nice to see you as well, buddy. How are you? You too, bud. Yeah, yeah, really good. Flying it now. Yeah, I think now at this stage, it's safe to say that we're all on the countdown for the siege. And let's talk about that first, especially the fact that... Jason is wearing a siege t-shirt as well, but like the fact that you're appearing there is like this, this is going to be seriously something to look forward to lads, especially because I haven't seen you live yet, I don't think. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, can't wait. We can't, um, it's, uh, Jason, this is a what? How many times have we played a siege, Sergio? Fifth or sixth. Fifth or sixth. Yeah, I was going to ask how many times. Actually, I did see. My mistake. I did see in the siege. Yeah, right. And um, yeah, it just keeps on like you know, like, like every time we play, it just seems like it's getting better and better. You know, mm. not nec- not necessarily just for us, like you know, for, from a band point of view, but just like the scene and the the crowd and the crack and everything is just brilliant. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I love the siege. Um, like I remember playing there for the first time and the nerves and the mess ups we were doing and then, then the last time we were playing I think it was a 21 um, we were headlining the downstairs stage which was just great and you know like a, it was a great gig for us great response and you just feel the progression through the years with loads of bands seeing them doing so well and uh, it's always just you know the best day out you get to see what bands are up to you get to take it all in one go So have you played every stage then lads? Yes Yeah I think the one of the that was it could have been the second or third time we played there and we opened the the main stage and that was absolutely mental mm. you know because um i think we might have played upstairs before that you know like kind of like during the day kind of thing okay. and then um like the playing on the main stage was just phenomenal it was it was really really cool and like to have the place fall at that time is crazy like you know, oh, I, know. I think that's the thing with the siege though do you know it's like I, it gets said every time but you might get a, a band that's, you know, their first time playing and they might be upstairs at one o'clock or something. You're looking at it thinking, oh, no one's going to be there, but you're always guaranteed a crowd. Like yeah. you're, the, the, there's only a certain amount of people that can come in. They have to go somewhere. So there'll always be people that <laughs> watch you. So it's like, it's always like, you know, the South by Southwest kind of thing, but just for metal and it's in Limerick. <laughs> probably not going to be very sunny. Like, Yeah. <laughs> Evan, the, the last time you the lads on was in Fred Zeppelin's. Was that that was last year? Was it? Well, it was wasn't too far off a year ago, was it? Like was it the summer or was it? I'm guessing the summer. I think because I was away when when they were playing. Yeah, it, was, so. it was around about summer. Yeah, so come coming up somewhat on a, a year now, like yeah, mm. and that's yeah. when you released. Was that either Den of Lions or um, your? You're on your own. It was own. Quite, it far on just came out. Yeah, I oh, know. Yeah, Fire at Will, sorry. Fire, Fire, Will, 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 Fire at Will just came out, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's right. How has it been having, you know, with the album coming out now, and we're thinking like almost a year ago when we're starting to hear the first singles, I'd say at this stage you're just fucking sick of it, are you? You just want it out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've already, we've already started writing the next one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, it's great to finally, like, you know, kind of, 
firstly have it out because you know, like over COVID and stuff, you, you couldn't pay gigs, so you kind of we our, our kind of game plan was to kind of like have get as many kind of singles out as we possibly could, like you know, without basically releasing the whole album kind of thing. That's right. Yeah. So um, we like you know we 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 knew way ahead of time we were going to be releasing it now, like mm. a year ago. You know, yeah. so we just wanted to, wanted to kind of build a little bit of momentum with the with the singles. Yeah. You know, kind of like uh, not understandably naked. so, like yeah. Just, just to kind of like, like because like with Spotify, it's like single, 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 single. Like that's how people consume it. You know. So um, do you, that, that did was, you find that benefited you? Do you? Yeah. Do you find that it like it was? I guess if you compare it, do you did you find that it benefited you, and is that how you prefer? to kind of absorb music or do you like you know maybe two three singles from an album and then listen listen to a full album or are you like a playlist kind of singles guy personally i probably would would be more like an album person you know and it mm-hmm. might be just like a generational thing or whatever you know um yeah, yeah. Like, i mean where the, the the norm like you know would have been you know two kind of like promotional cd uh, singles and then you'd get the album yeah you know yeah, but we yeah. don't like a, from a business point of view, like from a band point of view, that that's not how a lot of people consume music. They listen, they listen to singles, and also when you're releasing singles, you've got more chance to kind of get. Firstly, it's a, it's a, you get more exposure, you know, and you've got more chance to get your songs onto bigger playlists and things like that, you know. So it just makes it just makes more sense. What about you, Jess? Yeah, I'm a I'm a big album person, but like strategically for a band that's like we had these songs you know since lockdown in the bag mostly and you know we could use them strategically through our year like we didn't have too much downtime you know like we had bloodstock come up so we're like first single of the new sort of run we put out then lions and then you know to start the year off we brought out you're on your own and then moving on to fired will and it's like we want to be very conscious and smart about the album because you know we're very proud of what we've done with it been a lot of work so we're we're 100 confident on taking our time you know to to probably do right by it so it's like put the singles out there so people get a feel because it's kind of diverse um we push some boundaries that we probably haven't before so yeah. you know kind of ease people into some of the sounds um show them what they're in for but also you don't want to tire it out like we, we don't want to be tired of the album you know mm. it's getting mm. to the point now where we're finally able to be like you know we're happy with everything we're gonna sign off with it you know so it feels really good now to get to this point. I, I yeah. was tired of it at the start, but you know, when you get to the end of the journey, it's like it, we can celebrate it now soon, you know. And is it yeah. going to be a digital release or is there going to be physical copies? Both. Um, we, it's going to be like on, on all the, the, the usual kind of uh, digital platforms. And we, uh, we've, we've a bunch of CDs coming soon. In the next day or two. So, yeah. So we're going to have, well, yeah, we're going to have both. Yeah. And like um, we we have the CDs in pre-order, people are starting to buy them as well, which means that there's still like you know people out there want to have something to hold and you know kind of like look at the artwork and all that kind of stuff. Okay, and gee, you're distributing that is a true blood blast distribution. And yes, that's right. How'd How you come you across them? They're great. We, um, David, who would be our contact there, is uh, has been very helpful through the whole process. Like you know, he gave us an awful lot of advice on you know, kind of how to even market yourself a little bit better, mm-hmm. you know, coming, coming up to any releases. So, um, yeah, they've, they've been great, I have to say, really. Yeah, definitely. Like, um, coming from 
you know, a band point of view, being musicians, it's a lot of times you want to focus on the music stuff, but it's it's obviously so important. You have to build everything around it properly and, and having the right people to do that, you know, and give you advice and kind of steer you in your directions. You know, it's, you know, it's, it's been great for us. Yeah. So what, what is it exactly that they would, is it, are they doing your PR as well? Or that's, Orn does your PR, but they are, because with the distribution, I think sometimes people can be confused as to what it actually does. Like, you know, is it a thing that there's extra advice that comes with it? Or is it like an extra management thing? Or is it literally just putting up, um, you know, onto streaming services, which you can do yourself? Like, because I've seen arguments of, it really depends on which one you're you're going for. I know there's the there's Nuclear Blast have... Blood Blast, and then it's Eric yeah. have the their distribution. I don't know what I can't remember the name they go under. I think Sumerian are starting to jump onto that kind of thing as well. Yeah, um, it, it, it's most it's it's mostly just uh, distribution that we're working with on. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's there was a lot of kind of like back background kind of stuff going on as well in in terms of you know how to kind of like how to pitch songs to playlists and what's the you know what, what's the best, best yeah you know kind of um you know kind of how to use the back end of the of the believe system like you know to your to its full potential um and like you know, as i said he gave us some kind of advice in terms of you know how to market and, and so on and so forth like which is a little bit out, out of what the, his um not contract like, was supposed to be but like you know it was just like from the Zoom calls and so on that we were um, that we were having with him, you know, he just he just genuinely kind of like wanted to give you this information because he's that kind of a guy. Yeah, you know, yeah. so um, that's kind of what we brought them on to do. And are they UK based? They're based in Germany. Oh, okay, right. So they are they are affiliated with Nuclear Blast. So um, it would there would, would be Nuclear Blast Nuclear Blast's distribution. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and like obviously in the. In, in this day and age you want to be making friends with as many people in the industry so it's you know for any band that's out there it's it's worth trying some of these things to see you know how it goes like mm. you know we've tried many things over the years we've been on, on a label and we've been independent and you know it's it's interesting to see the different scopes that different people bring even if it's just a friendly conversation you know like yeah mm-hmm. you can learn so much that you can bring into what we could do as a band you know um that's how it always is for us you know just talking to like-minded people who have a passion for music you know and you're always going to learn something from these people. Yeah, definitely. And the fact that Angle left G, are you still going to be a four piece or did he contribute to the album or maybe just talk about that whole thing? I know he's, he's a talented dude and got so much shit going on. Otherwise right. than the band, it, you know, it was, it, it was, it the, seems to be more of a time issue than any personal thing for sure, yeah. which is always refreshing to see because, well, yeah, like there's there's no drama around it. Thank you. Like I, I mail was, you know, just chatting to him there at the moment, you know, we're good buds and stuff. But, you know, it's just one of those things. It's, it's hard to be um, it's hard to do what we need to do, you know, and it's like he's such a busy, busy, talented dude doing what he does. Like, I'm surprised how he keeps up with that and keeps himself above water, you know. So, but, you know, like, um it's just one of those things, you know, it, it doesn't work out for everybody, but there's, thankfully there's no grief behind it, you know, still great, strong friendships yeah, and yeah, stuff. Yeah. 
And did um, he bring songwriting I, talents to no, the no, band? No, no, so we had the, we had the album beforehand. Okay, uh, cool. And what about on the live side of things? I mean, the addition of Angle definitely gave you another dimension playing live. So are you looking at that with gigs maybe in the future or are you going to stay as a four-piece? Well, we're so used to playing as a four-piece. We've been doing this for, God, I don't know how long, as a four-piece. So yeah. um, it was it was awesome to have, as you said, like, I mean, that extra guitar, that extra mm-hmm. kind of um, live guitarist there, like, you know, for um, just, like, you know, that really beefs out the sound, like, you know, because he's, he's a phenomenal guitar player, like, he really is. But um, we're, like, we, we're so used to kind of playing as a four-piece. We don't feel like, you know, we've kind of gone back too far. Okay. You know, like, you know, we, like, we, we, we always kind of, um, like, you know, whether it's, you know, kind of beefing up the guitar sound or the bass sound or kind of putting extra kind of like um, back and tracks into the songs to, to kind of make up for the extra guitar not being there, which is what we've done since mm. the first album, you know. So, um, like, you know, it took a little bit of getting used to after a while. Yeah. But, uh, and like, we've been practicing for the, for the album release and so on. So, we're kind of back into the four-piece kind of mode. Okay. Okay. Cool. Would it be something you'd be actively kind of looking to get another guitarist, or is it kind of just the same way it happened with Angle, whereas if it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, it's not, you know, it's not a massive loss or change to what you're already used to, or? I'd never say never, but um, at the minute, like, you know, it's just that we had to we had to kind of adjust after Angel left. So, like, I mean, um, it, you know, if, if if somebody comes along and they're the right fit, why not? You know, but like we're not actively seeking for somebody at the minute anyway. Yeah. Yeah, and like with, with Angel, like, you know, it was like like-minded people, you know, it, yes. it didn't matter if he was a great guitar player, which he is, you know, it's like... Mm-hmm. He had a friendship the right there as well. And, you know, yeah. We, we give it, a, give it a shot and we got a lot of great, great things out of it and learned a lot out of it. Like, especially himself, he's so, so good in the you know, the media world and trying to, you know, dive into that world ourselves to try and have some sort of like presence and control on what we're kind of doing and showing as well as trying to back it up with gigs. You know, we're, we're trying to figure out what the puzzle piece is needed. And, you know, at the time, that's what worked perfectly for us. But we're very confident in what we do as a, a four piece. We, like Ron said, we've been doing it for a long time. So mm, we, yeah. uh, we really, we've developed our sound that way to be as big as possible, even if it was just us, you know, down to our minimum amount. So, yeah, it'd be different if it was what nine, as you were saying, nearly ten years of a five piece. Yeah, going the opposite way. Yeah, the first time, but yeah, yeah, that'd be that'd be a nightmare. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Bellatrix was in the reckoning there for a while. The dog, wouldn't she? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, we'd see, we'd 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 um, we'd we'd Steve down to uh, do do some do a photo shoot with us there recently, and. Uh, the dog just wanted in. Like she, <laughs> she just wanted, she just stole the show, you know. She's a that's brilliant. She's a diva, you know. Okay, so Whatever. let's talk. Let's talk about the album Cutthroat Culture. Uh, myself and Evan got it. I'm absolutely blown away by it. it leaked it. <laughs> yeah, leaked it. Evan, come on, man. <laughs> we're, we're all above board here in the metal cell. We're all above board. But uh, disclaimer. Disclaimer, yes. But it's nearly doxed me like fifty times for announcements. Like, oh, it's gone to fifty now. Oh yeah, right. (laughs) Jesus Christ! I'm afraid to tell you anything. It's a good job you've moved house. That's all I'll say. Because I'm going to track you down, man. I'm going to track you down. 
But uh, getting back to the album, lads, it's absolutely fantastic. I mean, Jesus Christ, the level of progression, the sound of it, it sounds immense. The production, everything on it is fantastic. It's really one to be proud of. Like March the 16th is out, so by the time this podcast is released, it'll be out two weeks. And yeah. I, I think the reviews will be coming in fast for it. And I'd say a lot of them will be singing your praises. Thank you very much. That would be awesome. Like, you know, obviously you don't kind of do it for reviews, but it always helps, you know? Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, like the, the Josh Roder, the, the producer, kind of like, we, ha- we had the songs as kind of structured and as kind of like um, produced as we knew how to do because we, we kind of did everything in-house with, in Shane's studio in, 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 in his home. And when we um, got them back from, from Josh, like they were just... They were just on another level, you know. Yeah. It's um, it's uh, it was it was definitely well worth the investment, like you know. And again, like I mean, he was the the back and forth that we had with him, like you know, he was, you know, um, you know, kind of talking to us about like you know, from a songwriting point of view and from a structure point of view and from a production point of view. So it wasn't just like you know, hey, can you produce my songs? You know, and he was coming back and forth with us, like you know, saying like you know, this would be cool and all like so. Oh. Yeah, he's um So he, you he weren't really, on to some assistant like he um he, he got he got his teeth into it like you know and he kind of just like I think he was working on it for four or five weeks, I think. So oh. it wasn't like a quick changeover. He really, really got into, yeah. into the sounds, which was awesome. Amazing to work with him because obviously like he's worked with some of my favorite bands like King Eight Ten and stuff. And yeah. like you know, I said listen to those bands just for the how nice production and the thought that goes into the song and how he emphasizes like you know the music he's worked on and stuff and it's like it was such an amazing experience to get to work with him because you know like i have to give credit to shane shane really like went above and beyond in his own home studio to really craft this album like he was holding my hand the whole way through it like you know the the guy really had like a great vision and then to get to top it off with josh was just like it was a real perfect (laughs) ending yeah okay so we're going to play track off it and this song is Sirens. They sing on the wall, but we cannot hear what they see. Capsize on the rocks and our streams are drowned out by the waves. We'll take a little stand now. Can't you our way out? So be a sin and you and I supposed to be safe. We're going down, down, down. They say no fear. There was no warning shots. What are you kidding me? That pretty much Blowing fucking gun You're telling me The surprise that we got here It's like fishing for tickets With a grenade It's probably time You ain't fucking
Yeah, there's a perfect blend of melody, pure heft there as well. And Ronnie, you, you just knocked it out of the park with the vocals, man. Fucking hell. Thank you. Some performance you. right throughout it. I mean, it's, it's, it is amazing. Like, And, you know, for Josh there to be in the background, I suppose maybe <laughs> directing to certain points that allowed you maybe to expand your creativity that you may not necessarily have discovered yourself. Would that be fair enough? Yeah. <clears throat> Like definitely from a from a kind of a composition point of view, like uh, we had as as Jason said, like you know, um, we had most of the the songs kind of like kind of structurally sound, mm. you know, um, and then when we got particularly just the the music tracks back from Josh, the the the, the vocals came a little bit later because he that he wanted to do a bit of work on those, um, the uh, when you heard all the kind of intricate bits and. Yeah. You know, kind of like uh, all the layers and, you know, so like, you know, when you listen to the songs on, on the headphones, you kind of like, there's just this kind of soundscape going through through each one of them, you know? Yeah. Um, which is something, you know, that you, I guess you, you don't really kind of, get, you, you, you need fresh ears and from an outsider's point of view to kind of like feel what works because we were so used to listening to the yeah. demos yeah. like every now, like, you know, kind of all day, every day, particularly when I was um, when I was writing the the lyrics, like you know, I was listening to the songs, like you know, for like that song, for example, like you know, um, actually, but that song, like, you know, was a, is a funny one because I had, I had kind of sent Sean Shane over this idea, which was sirens, you know, but I'm a shit guitar player, so like it was like four chords in the song, right? <laughs> right? And he, Shane sent it back to me, and like I mean, I had that that kind of riff that I would have never thought of, kind of thing, so. Um, I, I probably I probably heard that song about like you know a hundred times like you know and then when you got for, back from Josh it was fresh, mm, yeah. Sounding, you know yeah yeah, yeah. so uh, yeah, that's really what he kind of like brought to the table for the most part like it's just to kind of like take the songs from like you know here to here. And uh, another thing I, I really took away from it was he was telling us just to have confidence in some parts like if you're trying to sound just try it like yeah um, it was like you know you're not trying to imitate anybody or anything like that or. Um, but it's just like if you have an idea for a sound, like go for it, or it's like be confident in the big vocal lines and stuff like that, or that are so like you know, it can really bring a song out if you just give a certain section confidence, you know. Mm. So, um, I really took that away from There's other tracks there that I can hear, like obviously Parkway Drive, Bring Me the Horizon, they're no brainers, but Fate No More come into it there with your vocals at times, Ronnie, and then Ramstein of all bands and. Big typo negative feel to some of it as well. Yeah, it's fucking great, lads. This is my favorite track off the album, and this gives me the Ramstein buzz as well. The cavalry ain't coming.
that track deserves a Ramstein budget for a video, man. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> <laughs> it's um, that's just fucking fantastic, like it really is. There, here's the thing, though. When we when we were writing it, <laughs> when we were writing it, we were kind of going for like a like a real kind of Parkway kind of feel about it, mm. and then when yeah, um, I get a Parkway vibe out of it. And then when we got it back, it was like, this definitely has more of a kind of Viking something or Rammstein or something Ramstein, that's like yeah, in, the, right. in the chorus, like with the with the horns and all that kind of stuff going on. Like, it's, um, and, uh, I, 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 that's going to have a really, really good live feel about oh, it, I, I think. I hope so, man. I hope so. Words that burn 2023 compared to, was it 10 years ago you started out? In and around, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> the difference is incredible. Like, and and it just they goes to show, <laughs> it just goes to show the hard work and dedication gets you to this point and an album well, I, like this. I think it's kind of like the same with any with any band who perseveres. You know, like I mean, you're going to get better what you do. Yeah. You're going to kind of end up being like you know, I'm not saying we're the best songwriters in the world, far from it. Like you know, but you kind of you you develop your sound, mm-hmm. you know, and you kind of get you kind of get become as good as you can be like you know with, with um what you do you know and then like you know when you kind of throw like you know a really good producer like or in my view one of the best metal producers on top of it you know you're going to come out with a, with a good product at the end of the day yeah yeah and like we, we have ambition to like do better like you know we're musicians at heart so it's kind of like we want to advance ourselves on the way that we're really proud of you know like we, we enjoy <clears> listening to the music and you know, it's 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 a great experience to get to go out with your friends and do the sort of things like we play it all around, you know, Europe and different countries and bringing those experiences back to being a group of guys writing some music. You know, you get to do some great things. And after 10 years, you start to, you know, want to push it more and more. And I think we've, we've got to do that with this album. You know, we're yeah. pushing to where we want yeah. to go. There's, there's kind of like throughout the album, there's quite like a, a modern take on things like with a lot there's a lot more synth works and like kind of you know like the synthier verses and then a bigger chorus kind of thing that i think um and i mean this in the best way for you like i think you there there'll be a lot of like a younger crowd that will flock to something like this you know what i mean like they'll because there's so much stuff um in it that is kind of I don't know. It's just a lot more of like where certain, you know, the you'd see the like the higher up bands, like again Parkway. They used to be like just kind of breakdowns and whatever. Whereas now yeah. it's you know into this modern kind of production and newer sound and the level. Same with Architects or another band that have gone from that kind of really heavy kind of sound and then gradually went to this more, you know rounded expansion uh, you know, is the word expansion yeah yeah <laughs> uh, so i think you you start to see a lot more younger people getting in because if this is a, these are the bands that are the biggest in metal will say now they're looking for something that has that kind of adjacent vibe and i can yeah. see them kind of you know you do well to be in like a uh spotify radio thing or from listening to one of them to pay ye next i think would be that kind of that good vibe for you, like, yeah. Do you hear that, Spotify? Let's do that. <laughs> uh. <laughs> yeah, like I, I, I think um, you know, like our, our songs are they're accessible to a point because you know it has the elements of everything, but it's kind of goes to with our tastes as well. We, we all like a lot of different types of music, so it's 
you know, you could not be, we found a lot of not non-metal heads even like parts of our songs, which is, that's a big win for a metal band when you have, you know, yeah. people that aren't into that being like, oh, I would listen to that, you know, because there's a singy chorus, it's catchy and stuff like that. But then, you know, you're not disappointing your metal head at heart as well. It's it's heavy as hell. And, yeah, you know, especially correct. when you hear this sort of stuff live, that's when the, the heaviness really comes out in it, you know, so. Um, what was that? Yeah, like Go on, sorry, we, we went into the, the this album kind of like basically with like, we just wanted to write a bunch of songs that we liked, you know, like, you know, cause we, we as Jason said, we have like, um, like in, in the kind of Venn diagram, like, I mean, there's, you know, kind of like common denominators of bands that we like, you know, and we just kind of said like, we want to kind of obviously take influence from them, but we want to write something that we kind of like to sit back and kind of go, yeah, they're good songs, mm. you know? So um, that was the kind of the, what would you call it? The, the mission statement, I suppose. And what is it? Right, sounds like, like you know, they have big choruses and hooks and melodies, and but yeah. still, as Jason said, are heavy as fuck. Like, oh, yeah, absolutely. And I'm so happy that you got uh, Steve Lindsay involved, Marin Parasite. Um, it was a great call, and the front cover, I think, definitely matches the ferociousness inside of it. And I, I'd imagine there's a concept running through it as well that that artwork helped portray, maybe. Yeah, no, absolutely. I am, um, I was, uh, I was speaking to Stephen um, a, a couple of weeks before we kind of got stuck into the artwork. Uh, we, we, we originally, we, we spoke to him way back and he came up with, with artwork like, and, and over time because the, the process of releasing the album kind of was a bit kind of, we thought we'd, originally we just thought we'd have the artwork waiting there. And then whenever the album was, was, was going to come out, we would just release it. And over time, the, the old artwork that we like, you know, that we kind of gave direction on didn't seem to suit anymore. So I went back to him and said, look, go for it. You know, like, I mean, I came back to me with like, as in like, it's a blank canvas now. Come back to us with something else. And you listen to the album. Cause I don't get, I gave, I gave him the album before and he came back with this. And I was like, that is exactly what the album needs. Yeah. It's like, it's, you know, kind of like the, duality between good and bad it's like vicious it's like if you look into the artwork there's you know kind of like the simpler symbolism in there like you know that what which is basically the 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 concept of the 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 the, 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 the concept that runs throughout the album is kind of just about like you know kind of a viewpoint on life and how people are kind of like really horrible to each other like you know and there seem to they seem to be okay with it like you know but yeah. it's but it's like as if it's for the greater good and it's not. Mm. So that's like the, the, the that's the, the artwork to me definitely kind of um, puts that as a visual. Yeah. I really, I really think so. Yeah, he was like, I, I, we chatted about this before, Richie, but um, we, we put out a post looking for artists that's right, yeah. uh, a long time back and it was the best thing we ever did because you just get opened up to so many amazing, you know, people and uh, Stephen was one of those people we just were blown away by his art and like, the previous artwork he did, we used pieces of it for the early singles. Um, and, you know, like like Ronan said, we, we kind of built on the concept more and came to that amazing piece at the end. But um, like it was a no brainer for us when we were looking at his work and how he was working with us as well. You know, just a, a joy to work with. And the, we love the album artwork so much when he sent that over, seeing the title, you know, seeing the album name, all the tracks, it just found, finally felt finished um, when, when, he, when he sent that over. When he yeah. said when he sent it over to me, I said like, and I sent it to the lads as well, like, 
that I think the artwork is that good. I don't want to put the name. I, I don't want to put the logo on the front cover. You know, <laughs> okay. because it, it's just. I think it would have taken away from because like that would be that would be something I'd hang on my wall. Mm. You know, as a piece of art. Like I mean, and yeah, it's just um, it's just um. Are yeah, you going to use great. it as a backdrop? Did you explore that idea? We've we've spoken about getting a new back backdrop, so maybe. Yeah. Um, it might be awesome. Might be awesome. It might be awesome. Yeah, isn't it great? Like another Irish band using an Irish artist, and to come out with that product. Like fuck's sake! You look at American bands. You look at European bands, and we are as good as any of them. I'm fucking sick of saying it. Like and the, oh, stuff, the stuff that we are bringing out on this island, the small fucking island, we are fighting well above our weight, and. I don't know. It's uh, do, we get, do we get the acknowledgement? Do we get the fucking acknowledgement? It's like that. We, so we're actually having this, we're having this conversation ourselves. Like, I mean, it, it, I don't know whether it's because we we're on this fucking island away from everything that we're just kind of forgotten about it a little bit. Like, you know, and like, uh, like a lot of bigger bands don't even come over here. Like, you know, whether it's expensive, too expensive or not. Like, but yeah. the, the, you're right. Like, I mean, there's so many good bands. There's so many great artists here. Like, I mean, that. Like, I mean. The, the world needs to know about them, really. Yeah. Because I, I like think the testament, to, the testament to some Irish bands is like, you know, you got to work hard here to get anything out of it. Like, yeah. there's no easy trip around it, you know. Um, everybody that's doing well is working really hard. And like, I see, I see it every year. Like, there's just such a surge of it building and building. And, it, you know, there's been amazing bands over the years and that are still going as well. But like, every year I look at like, you know, the Siege of Limerick or the Melt of the Masses or, you know, even the gigs you're putting on, Evan, and it's just like there's so many bands that I'm just blown away by that may, are maybe playing a year or two, and you know they're putting out these albums. Mm, yeah, um, it's 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 amazing to be part of because we feel so driven to be like, okay, we really got to be professional here. We really got to push hard because you know Irish bands are going to kick our asses if we don't keep pushing hard. So mm, it's it's right, amazing to yeah. be a part of it. What's your take on it, Ev? Yeah, no, I I totally agree. I think I've said it before that it's like we've such a because Ireland is so small, like the goods that you have to really push to rise to the top, because there's some fucking shit out there. Like, let's call a spade a spade here. Like, there's for every like ridiculously good band, there could be five or six that are, you know, probably just having the crack and don't care. But then, you know, there's other ones trying to push. So when you get to a certain level in Ireland, there's only the only other thing really to do is to start looking to go outside of Ireland where if you have bands in the UK, they can, they can tour constantly in the UK. They can have a full career and stay in the UK. Whereas in Ireland, it's just not, not with this kind of music, it's just not feasible. So you have to start pushing to the next level. And some bands do it very early on, you know, like it might be within their first year, they've already, started moving to the UK and started moving to Europe because there's only so much you can play Ireland before people stop showing up because they're going to see you in another two weeks anyway, you know? Mm -hmm. So you really have to, when you get to a certain point, it's like, you know, it's like if you look at the top of a mountain kind of thing and you can see that there's so much more, Mm. um, it really pushes you to be, you know, an even better band and to, start expanding yeah but earlier. even just the producers that we have Aidan Cunningham you know Shawnee Cads like there's there's something mm-hmm. there for every band I mean Grace mm-hmm. Stagg now are going to be releasing their album 
um, in the next few days as well. And it's fucking yeah. outstanding. It's yeah, like JSR. Yeah. We, we we recorded with JSR for um, players as well, and you know that that we couldn't have done that without him. You know, it's and he's done a lot for the scene. You know, that it's it's great to see. There's a quality in everything. You know, there's videographers. There's you know, like yourselves as well. You know, there's so many people trying to fight for the scene here. And yeah, I think we'll, we'll eventually get our way. Um, there's too much talent not to, you know. Broadlust video. That we oh, gave that. Incredible. We gave yeah, that yeah. video the fucking year. That is as good as yeah, fucking anything that will come mm-hmm. out of America or Europe. Like, it mm-hmm. is as good as fucking. And this is a solo artist working with mm-hmm. fantastic, talented people in Ireland. It's just deeply frustrating that that we don't get a breakthrough album and maybe it could be words that burn. It could be fucking someone else, but like you're, yeah. you're in the mix lads, which is the main thing, you know, and hopefully something might just a lucky break and that you do take off. It's, That'd be nice. <laughs> yeah. yeah Cause, cause you've ticked, every box. Anyway. you've ticked every box for me. And, and that's what brought the whole thing up. What's the first thing you see is Stephen Lindsay's artwork and you're going, fuck. Mm-hmm. What's the first thing you see with Grace Stagg? Colin Bulger's artwork, you're going, wow, you know, so, yeah. And that last great, that, that last great stag song, their most recent single, I thought that was absolutely fucking phenomenal. Yeah. That's, that's top tier level, like, yeah. yeah. It's, yeah. it's brutal. Like, it's just, it's, it's, mm. oh man, like, um, I don't know how many times I watched the video on, um, on YouTube. Like, I mean, it's fucking outstanding. It really is. And James Sheridan as well. For a long time to get, this album, I think, where it is, yeah. like even with their their writing style, it's always just expanding. Yeah, and this is just the first album, so this is going to yeah. be <laughs> yes, it's mental. Yes, incredible band to see coming up as well. Like they they played Bloodstock, uh, was yeah, it the day before us or the day same day as us. I can't remember. Yeah. Um, and like seeing them there in front of a huge crowd, like it, it was fantastic. And yeah, the recent single that's been on my playlist loads lately. Yeah, and look. their songwriting's at the level to do Bloodstock from just the merit of yeah their abilities and how good everything sounds, mm-hmm. you know, without having to do the metal to the masses, which is you know excellent for bands. But I yeah. think they're they they could play just as a band that's been booked. <clears throat> yeah, you know. Yeah, and no, I agree. Yeah, absolutely. Did, um, as Jason said, like I mean, they 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 had the crowd in the palm of their hand when they played. Like I mean, so for sure, like I mean, it, it, it'd be crazy for them not to play there again. I think. Yeah. And, yeah. 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 And literally, again, the diversity of the scene is crazy. What's down in Cork at the moment? What's coming through? Dasgak and uh, Uncultivates. Oh, but, yes, and you know, even you look at the lineup of the siege there as well. There's three or four bands there that nobody knows too much about and they're playing, you know, so all in all, uh, it's so positive this year for music. I'm going to fit in one last track, lads, before we call it a day. And uh, it's another favorite of mine. It's Michael.
brilliant. Maybe Ronnie, talk to us about the title and the lyrics to that. Um, um, just before, uh, it's about it's about my my uncle and uh, godfather Michael who died during COVID. Oh, okay. And um, I had the uh, I this I this song almost ready lyrically. Um, before that happened, that was, it was a completely different song. <laughs> and um, I was lying on the sofa one day, and the the chorus kind of vocals or lyrics came to me, and I was just like, I'm gonna have to rewrite this as a homage, you know. Yeah. And um it just made it just made sense. It, 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 it kind of came together. Like, uh, normally I'd spend a, li- a bit of time kind of working on, on lyrics and then kind of maybe rewriting any bits that just kind of needed tweaking or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I'd say I this I'd written in like 20 minutes maybe. Oh you know oh, and oh, um, 20 minutes. Yeah like it's like it, it just it just kind of made sense. Like you know and I didn't want to kind of overthink it too much either. Right. Um, that so, is the fear yeah, sometimes yeah. with songs and different lyrics overthinking them. Yeah, I think I think if you mean it, mm. you know, if it comes directly from your, you know, from the right place, yeah. then um, it doesn't need too much revision. But um, particularly with something quite personal, mm. so uh, yeah, that's it's uh, just a dedication to to Michael. Yeah, yeah and it's the closing track as well. Yeah, was that always going to be the case with that song? I think because the the last lyric is, you know, say goodbye, I think it's probably the nice way to finish it. Okay. Okay. I think um, it was always the perfect ending, you know, that, that song it, it's it kind of captures, you know, a lot. So yeah. it's it's and it's one we've been playing live, you know, for since we've we've been trying out these songs and you know it's it's a very special song. Um so you get to see it at Siege, hopefully. Um yeah. nice. But uh yeah, you get to see me be a big blubbery mess on the stage. <laughs> so that's probably the closing song then. <laughs> well, there you go. That's the set list. Fucking leak. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Really oh, really? Not out of the Evan Prendergast School of Secrecy that uh, anything could be leaked here, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so don't worry about it, Ronnie. No one's going to persecute you over it. <laughs> There's actually no guest appearances on the album, by the way. Is there or is there that we should know about? No. No. Okay, cool. Okay, lads. Not, not that we know of. Like, not... <laughs> <laughs> so somebody's, somebody's going to be very pissed off if they are. <laughs> yeah, just so they tick the box there, man. You just, you wouldn't know it. You're just going, yeah. fuck, we forgot such and such did the solo on it. And yeah, yeah. Looking forward to the next few months. Obviously, there's certain stuff you can tell us and certain stuff you can't. What can you confirm for us um, on the live front? Uh, the Siege is coming up. The album launch with um, Pals of Mine, Pure Sonic Outcasts. Yeah. Yeah, we're actually, that's, um, well, by the time this is out, that'll be over, like, you know, yeah. but uh, that's going to be in a couple of days, which we can't wait for us the day after St. Patrick's Day. So, um that, that's going to be a good one in in Dundalk, so it's going yeah. to be a home team release. Uh, after that, we have Siege, and then after that, we have we have. I, I can't tell you yet. <laughs> it's, it's just out of respect of, of the of the, the guy who booked us. I don't want to kind of yeah. say it until he releases it. Yeah, are you hoping to get on a few festivals over the summer? Your load. Man, we are trying like fuck. Yeah, okay. Like, you know, like we've been we've been trying to um I think I've probably sent out about fifty or sixty emails to 
to bookers and festivals and all that kind of stuff and it's tough graft like I mean the responses that we got was like we're, like, we're still kind of honouring con- the okay. contracts from like over COVID and stuff like that so mm. you know um, we probably just need a good booking agent <laughs> yeah. you know are these Irish festivals that you're trying to book or is it you're muck- looking more kind of outside for because there's a lot more it's both I, um, I, to be honest with you I've only tried one uh, Irish festival and for the life I can't fucking remember what it is now but um, I just seen there was like a couple of other kind of heavier bands on it I was like I'll give that a go but sure the bloody thing was announced like at that stage you know so uh, but um, yeah, we've, had, we've had great success um, yeah, yeah. abroad like we've we've played quite a, a number of really good festivals and um, like Exit Festival and like, what was the one in Romania it was, it was Revolution and then there was Revolution. Festival and something yeah yeah, like the, they're they're always amazing festivals to go do, especially for networking and seeing what our bands are about and stuff. You know, you get to meet some home country bands that you get to go over, hopefully swap shows with and that. So um definitely like we've yeah. been looking towards the UK a lot more because we, we yeah. played it with Bloodstock and it was a hit for us. <laughs> you know, we got so much out of that show, we we'd love to adventure more around the UK. But um yeah, like mm-hmm. Ronan said, it's it's still kind of a hard graph in the music scene to to get those bigger shows, but um we'll keep on trying. We had a good year last year. We got to play with a as I lay dying and stuff. So yeah, um, hopefully another big one to see like the year. Yeah, I actually was on the the airplane with them the next day, Jason. <laughs> they were heading to Brutal Assault. I seen that. Yeah, yeah, it's funny. <laughs> oh, that was the day afterwards. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We're hung over as fuck, so they had a good night anyway. <laughs> 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 Sure, you, you know, why wouldn't you? You play a gig in Ireland, you're going to have a few Guinness, aren't you? <laughs> okay, lads, so we will yeah. all meet up at the siege. That's that's for a fact. And, yeah. and I must say again, congratulations on Cutthroat Culture. It is a shining light in the midst of the Irish heavy metal scene and me go onwards with it. And hopefully, as I said earlier, get the breaks that this album needs to get and get to a bigger and wider audience that's from the bottom of my heart lads and thank you you should be proud of that one it's, it's a really great release thank you very much <clears throat> thank you like it's 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 amazing to finally hear people listening to the album you know we've been sitting on it forever you know yeah. and it's like kept it tight to our inner circle and the, to hear your opinions and stuff and to, you know interviews and stuff we're so grateful to to finally be get, get, getting it out there and getting the feedback you know yeah, bring the heft to Siege. Words that burn. Thanks again to Roni and Jason for coming on and thanks to Evan as well as my co-host. Cheers, lads. Thank you. Thank you. And as always, support your local metal scene.